0: these you know these people at, at, at all of these events that we go to whether it be a flood whether it be tornado fire these people are hungry for salvation they're hungry for for Christ to be in their lives love, love,
1: how was it walking to
2: That's David Barlow. He is a chaplain with the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team, and he's our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. David was recently in Lake Lure, North
3: Carolina, and in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, in response to the devastating wildfires there.
2: You know, it, we, we happen to live, my family and I, uh, just 20 miles from Lake Lure, and the smoke was simply unbelievable, cutting visibility uh, to, to near nil. And we were 20 miles away. I can only imagine the devastation the fires themselves brought. Yeah, David says that God has been working in the aftermath of
3: those fires, and he's going to share some of those stories on this episode of GPS.
1: GPS.
3: God.
2: People. Stories.
3: You might be wondering, what is the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team? Well, the Rapid Response Team, or RRT as it's known, sends out crisis-trained chaplains to help first responders and other people affected by disaster.
0: We're there alongside them to comfort them, let them know that Christ loves them, and by the blood of Jesus, they can go through salvation if they wish. Uh, The big thing is just to be there for them and, and comfort them.
2: We first spoke with David Barlow while he was in Gatlinburg in early December, and then we caught up with him again a few weeks ago. David's been serving as a chaplain for about
3: a year now, but he has many years of experience dealing with crisis.
0: I am a retired fire chief in North Carolina, started high school fire academies, but I've been in the fire service 38 years. I also work as a critical incident stress team debriefer and fire chaplain.
2: And those decades of fire service have shown David how difficult it can be to break through what he calls a firefighter's crust.
0: They want to put a a kind of a wall or a shell between them and, and what's going on. And I, I think part of that is we see an awful lot. We see things that people really shouldn't have to see. And, you know, it, it does. It, it builds up a, a kind of a crust or a, a shell around around their heart, so to speak, in some, time, in some cases.
3: When David was volunteering as a chaplain at the wildfire in Lake Lure, he met a firefighter named Gary who seemed to have that shell around
0: him. And I could see something in his eyes, something in his body language, maybe. And I believe it was, a, you know, the Holy Spirit showing me that he needed to talk.
3: So David struck up a conversation with Gary. After they spoke for a few minutes, David asked Gary if he had a relationship with Jesus Christ.
0: He said, well, I go to church. And I said, well, that's, that's not really the relationship. I said, it, it goes deeper than that. I said, How, what is your walk like with the Lord? And he, I said, Do you, have you ever accepted Christ as your personal Savior? And he said, no. And I said, well, we can take care of that right now.
2: That's when Gary made the decision to surrender his life to Christ.
0: And he basically just broke down. He was just so excited that he had actually been able to accept Christ and know exactly where he stood for eternity.
2: David says he noticed the change in Gary right away.
0: His whole body language once he had accepted Christ was just so uplifting and you could see the spirit in him. He was just, he was a different person.
3: You know, we could end this episode right here, and it would be a great story. God using David Barlow to help lead a firefighter into a personal relationship with Jesus
2: Christ. But God was still at work, and David still had a part to play. Just a few days after Gary's decision at Lake Lure, a fire started in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park in Tennessee. And on Monday, November 28th, strong winds picked up that fire and carried it into the town of Gallenberg.
0: And it literally became a firestorm. Um, That evening, around 6 o'clock, is when basically the firestorm erupted.
2: Those Gatlinburg fires killed 14 people. Over 2,000 homes, businesses, and structures were either damaged or destroyed. So just like he did at Lake Lure, David Barlow went to Gatlinburg to volunteer as an RRT chaplain.
3: And one of David's first encounters in Gatlinburg was with a firefighter named Amanda. She and her husband, a retired firefighter, had just left town to go on a vacation when they got word of the firestorm.
0: And so they did what firefighters do, and that is they turned around and returned back, back home.
3: Amanda and her husband Tommy didn't even try to save their own house. It was directly in the path of the firestorm, and there was
2: little they could have done. So instead, they grabbed their firefighting gear and went to the Gatlinburg fire station to see if they could help other people who were in danger. David Barlow says that's typical behavior for a first responder.
0: It's ingrained in them. I mean, it's it's a servant's heart, and you know, the servant's heart. That's that's what we're we're compelled to do as believers, anyway. And you know, being a believer and being a firefighter, you know, those things really go together in in terms of uh, our walk with Christ. I think.
2: Even though Amanda and Tommy lost their home to the fire, they didn't lose hope. We talked with Amanda on the phone about the experience. My
1: husband and I are both were both Christians. We're both um, very thankful just to be alive because. Just put a new perspective on what's really important. We did lose things, but we're alive, and, and we're just very thankful for that.
3: They didn't lose everything. In fact, they found something very important as David Barlow and some other volunteers sifted through the ashes of their house.
0: We were able to find both of their recruit badges, their very first badges, where they had joined um, with Gatlinburg Fire Department. And also, when each of them reached the rank of lieutenant, we were able to find both of their lieutenant badges.
3: The chaplains also prayed for Amanda and Tommy and gave them a Bible. But the story doesn't end there. After his encounter with Amanda and her husband, David Barlow decided to share the story on Facebook.
0: And... This young lady, Casey, she reached out and made a comment on that post, and she was an individual who was in the middle of a disaster and was trying to help. She just, you know, explained more about what had happened. She had lost her home. One of the things I noticed, I went to her page and noticed that she was trying to do everything she could to help everyone that she possibly could that had been affected by the fires.
2: David had left Gatlinburg by this point, but he had a feeling that Casey really needed to speak with the chaplain, so he kept up with her through Facebook and encouraged her to visit the RRT base camp.
0: She was kind of at the end of her rope at that point, anyway. Um, She had told me with her with her messaging back and forth that that she was angry at God, and I I told her it was okay to be angry at God, but He was always going to be there for her and, and love her and stand with her and work work her way through it. So, with
2: some convincing from David. Casey went to the RRT base camp and brought her teenage son along. After talking to the chaplains there, both Casey and her son made the decision to surrender their lives to Jesus. Looking back, David Barlow says he is
3: amazed at how these stories were orchestrated by God. For example, he never even met Casey in person, but he was able to help her get on a path that would eventually lead her to Christ.
0: These you know these people at, at at all of these events that we go to, whether it be a flood, whether it be tornado, fire. These people are hungry for salvation. They're hungry for for Christ to be in their lives. Sometimes people miss it because it's really so simple. We just need to admit that we're sinners, and Christ died on the cross for us. And uh, you know we can we can ask for that salvation that Christ so freely gave on the cross for us. And we just have to do that and in order to to know exactly where we'll be for eternity
1: you love, your love always
2: know that you can also ask for the salvation that Jesus Christ freely gives? Even if you haven't experienced a big tragedy like these fires in Gatlinburg, there has never been a better time than right now to confess your sin and your need for a Savior. If you want to know more about surrendering your life to Jesus, visit findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net.
3: In just a minute, David Barlow is going to tell us the secret of how he stays ready to share about Jesus every single day. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association.
1: A fire is never a secondary interest. It always claims total attention. Bells ring, whistles blow, traffic stops. The fire must be attended. Billy Graham. Sparks are now flying that could ignite the world at any moment. In these climactic days when the hearts of men are failing them for fear, what are your resources? Where do you draw your strength? What is your hope? The Bible says to all who are caught up in the perplexing problems of this chaotic and dangerous world, casting all your care on Him, for He cares for you. God does care for you. The Bible says that God loves us. It is documented fact. It is a fact that God sent His Son into the world. It is a fact that God's Son died on the cross for your sins and that there is forgiveness at the foot of the cross. And it is a fact that all this happened because God loves and cares. If you'd like to hear the rest of that message, go to Billygramradio.org. Click on the Billy Graham Audio Archives and
3: search for the Burning Fire Within. There's more than sixteen hundred of Mr. Graham's messages available online. The address again is BillyGrahamRadio.org. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Jim Kirkland and Phil Fleischman. We've been talking with RRT Chaplain David Barlow on this episode. If you want to learn more about what the Rapid Response
2: Team does, you can go to BillyGramRadio.org and click on What We Do. Now, it might seem like David Barlow was just in the right place at the right time in these stories. But David says there is much more to it than that. In fact, he calls these meetings divine appointments.
0: We have to have a relationship with the Lord ourselves. And that, that relationship for me starts every single morning. I, I get up and first, before I even get out of bed... I have a conversation with the Lord. I mean, that's, and I ask him to, to give me the ability to see the appointments that he has for me that day. Everyone has appointments. They're, they're there. The Lord will put people in your path to, to minister to.
2: We hope David's stories will inspire you to start looking for people in your life to talk to about Jesus. We want to thank David for joining us and for Amanda for her time on the phone. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Thank you for listening to this episode of GPS, God,
3: People, Stories. And we also want to thank John Tibbs for letting us use some of his music. GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news.